0: Hi, hello, and welcome back to the 1983 National Football League Draft. And with the first round pick, Elway. Welcome in, everybody, to Trickle Down Theories with your host, Eric Trickle. NFL Draft, and with the first round pick, Deion Sanders. I was kind of scared. I thought the trouble was going to take me. I would have asked for so much money that I had to put me no on layaway. Welcome back to the NFL draft. Good young players with the drafts all about. You're in and you're out. Welcome back to the draft. back. Tackle. Ricky Williams. John on a shady Saturday. Welcome back to the draft. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Trickle Down Theories. I'm your host, Eric Trickle. On Trickle Down Theories, we talk about. Just all things NFL, all different teams, all that stuff. From And it's all from signings, trades, rosters, team needs, anything and everything you can think of. But we do have a small focus on the Denver Broncos, as I am an analyst with MyLightHuddle.com. On today's episode, we're just going to be talking about a few different subjects. We're going to be talking about how just kind of the roster looks over in general. I know we've kind of done that before, but it's going to be more of a focus to find out which veterans that are still free agents that Denver could look into, maybe should look into, and why so not a roster breakdown per se but it's a way to go and look at other areas that they can go look at in free agency with some veterans to help out the roster as it is because when you look over this roster in general there's not that there's really not that many holes but there are a few places that they definitely can use another body especially a veteran body before i get into that i just want to take the time and thank our great sponsor, Audible. You guys can go sign up at www.audibletrial.com slash huddleup. And you guys can get a free audio download and a 30-day free trial. Again, it's www.audible.com slash huddleup. You can use it on any device. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from. It's a wonderful little app that you can use. And it's www.audibletrial.com slash huddleup. My fiance and I both use it. And... We've been using it for a while. I abs- I absolutely love it. It's it really is great. It's a way that I'm able to read without actually having to take the time to sit down and read a book. I just finished up Ready Player One just the other day. But I'm going through an old favorite book of mine. They have a movie based off of it. I read it. I've actually read it a thousand times. I've read it started reading it when I was in fifth grade. Oh so many years ago, almost twenty years ago. Holy cow. But it's been a while and I just wanted to listen to it again and see how different it was from the movie. I just watched the movie, so just going over it again pretty excited for that so first off is the quarterback position they don't need any another body here paxton lynch he's taking some steps forward and otas can he carry that over in a training camp chad kelly has had some ups and downs in otas we're going to see how much he more develops but they have case keenum they're not going to go get it bring in a veteran to be this backup quarterback in Denver. not when they have paxton lynch and case keenum fighting over that at running back, this is a spot I think they could use a veteran, but at the same time, I don't think they should. You don't have very much experience. Devontae Booker is the most experienced one, and he's battled some injuries. So you have some concerns about what you're going to do if he gets hurt. But Royce Freeman, D'Angelo Henderson, Philip Lindsey, David Williams, they all are young guys who have... Some good tape coming from college. Their NFL tape is limited. So you want to kind of give them a shot. I mean, if Booker goes down, then you obviously are looking for a veteran for insurance because those guys have just a handful of carries and they're all from D'Angelo Henderson. Three of those guys, Freeman, Williams, and Lindsey are all rookies. So you're going to be looking at a veteran there, but I wouldn't. As much as I think they should, I don't think they would before Booker gets hurt. There are still some names out there. I, if I remember right, DeMarco Murray still available. And if Booker goes down, he'd be the first one I'd look at. But again, it's just a matter of I think they kind of should, even if it's just for training camp, for another camp body, for a veteran to try to push them and show them some things. I don't think they will. And at the same time, I also don't think that they should, even though I think they should. Hopefully, my reasoning as to why I think they should and why I don't think they should make sense. And you guys are able to understand that and get why. Anyways, that's my hope. And again, I don't think they should. Demarco Murray, he's the name out there. He, he still looks like he has some gas left in the tank, but not enough to really take over or anything like that. So that's why I think he would be a good veteran insurance signing if Booker gets hurt. But I don't think there's any backs out there that I would definitely say go get now. If there was, in my stance, would be a very would be very different. It would be they can use one, they should go get it. But since it's kind of weak right now, they shouldn't. Wide receiver. It's another one that I don't think they should. They have two veterans in Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton are looking fantastic in OTAs. Can they transfer that over? Can they transfer that over into preseason and training camp and then the regular season? Wide receiver is one of the more harder positions to tra- to translate from college to NFL. So we got to see if they can do that. Then you have Isaiah McKenzie, who's looking. From all intents and purposes, from everything I've heard, he's looking pretty good in OTAs. Carlos Henderson just got called out by Vance Joseph, so his status is up in the air. He's the one for that fifth, sixth spot guy that you want the depth of the positions they don't need a veteran obviously if thomas and sanders get hurt knock on wood then that's a different story hopefully by if that happens we have some answers as to what hamilton and sutton can do so that they don't want to have to they can just go and stick with their young guys that they got tight end this is the position that i think you definitely need to go get one jeff hireman is the most experienced guy and he he doesn't look like he's capable of being an nfl tight end that much he gets very little effort his blocking is just Eh, his receiving ability is not there. I mean, if the ball isn't directly to him, he doesn't go to try and get it. He's very lazy when it comes to his catch radius. In college, he had a pretty good catch radius that he can go and stretch out to get the ball, but he doesn't. We haven't seen that in the NFL. It's very much right on the money, right to his hands, right to the numbers, and he'll get it. But if it's not there, then he's not going to, and he's not going to try to get it. The other tight ends in Jake Butt and Troy Fumagalli, they're basically both essentially rookies, even though Jake Butt was drafted last year. He spent the year on Puff and injured reserve, so he didn't get a play. Then you have, two other, you have a couple other guys who, they're just basically camp bodies. You need experience at tight end. Antonio Gates, he would be a great one for Denver to go pick up. He would be able to help Jake Butt. And Troy from Magali and maybe even Jeff Hierman and work on them taking the steps forward that they possibly need to do to be better than they are, to take to be a weapon for the Broncos offense. Antonio Gates is just one of a few. You also have Brent Selleck, who's another one. If this was a few weeks ago, I'd even be talking about Mercedes Lewis, but he signed with the Packers. And Mercedes Lewis may have actually been the best one of the three. Packers got themselves a pretty good veteran signing so far into the offseason in late May. But Brent Selick, he's another one. He really helped Zach Ertz in Philadelphia. Getting that veteran presence who has time in the NFL, who has starter time in the NFL, could be big for these young tight ends because... They are so inexperienced and they have a long way to go. And they can use that veteran to teach them how things need to be done. They can teach them the finer aspects of the position and just all that, all that stuff. The things that you want the veteran for. As for offensive line, I don't really see the need for. A veteran here. I think their offensive line has a nice balance of veterans and young players throughout. Maybe you can argue that they can use better talent here, but there isn't any talent left in the free agent market for offensive line. That got swallowed up really quickly, and there wasn't that much even to begin with. I mean, you saw a lot of teams overpaying for mediocre talent on the free agent market. Nate Soldier, Nate Soldier has the highest, is the highest paid offensive lineman and he's probably not even a top five out top 10, even offensive tackle. He's just not very good. A lot of his mistakes were covered up by Tom Brady and he's awful in the running game and he got paid a huge contract. So, You're kind of stuck with what you got. You got to hope that those guys, younger guys can step up. You got to hope that the veterans are able to take the next step forward or even stay healthy. That's the big question with Ronald Leary and Jared Veltier. Can they stay healthy? Can they stay on the field? Can they continue to make the impact that's needed throughout the season? Ron Leary looked like he was going to last year before he got hurt. Jared Veltier, I think, has only played like two full seasons. So it's a very big question with those guys. Good news is, is that Matt Paradis, he looks like he's finally healthy. Garrett Bowles is healthy. Hopefully he takes the step forward that he needs to. Cyrus Kawanjo is making a big step forward, and he's looking really good, starting at right tackle with Jared Veltier being kept out. And then you have the battle for guard. Is it going to be Max Garcia? Is it going to be Connor McGovern? Is it going to be Billy Turner? Is it going to be Menelik Watson? Whoever it is, they have to take the step. Board. and if it's mentally quasi, he has to stay healthy, so that's the big question there, but again, they should they could use adding another veteran. there isn't anybody available that is like, "Oh hey, go get them." They can potentially cause some changes with how you're looking at the depth chart with what's out there. It's basically what Denver has is would be the same with the depth chart, so I wouldn't be looking at free agency for any changes on to the any changes to the offensive line or anything like that now i still have quite a bit to get to i have the whole defensive side of the ball before i do i want to holler at you guys about why you need to become a mile huddle vip subscriber now our approach at mile huddle to covering the broncos it isn't just about reporting the news although we do pride ourselves on being able to relate to you all the breaking news on the broncos as it is happening in real time what we really love to do is our Deep dives, our breakdowns, the in-depth stuff, whether it's the All-22, the X's and O's, deep dive on player evaluations, that stuff's coming out of the draft on analysis on the 2018 class, all that stuff, we save it, and for our vip subscribers are for our premium members so to become a mile huddle vip and get access to 100 of our written analysis and you get access to our vip insider forums all you got to do is just click on the green banner it's at the top of the website and you got to click the either the monthly or annual option and you'll be locked in from there you get access to everything we produce everything everything all the stuff that we produce you can And that even includes the insider information that we get, because we get a lot of it. You guys would have known a lot of stuff happening before it actually happened this offseason had you been a VIP member. Stuff with CJ Anderson, you guys would have known about that beforehand if you guys were a VIP member until the public went, until other reporters decided to go public with it a month after we had it. That's just one example of it many. So VIP member, you get locked in, access to all of our content, access to our VIP forums, access to insider information that we pick up and it's it is the best broncos coverage and analysis that you can get anywhere on the web so we ask for your support by becoming a vip subscriber all you guys have to do is just pull the trigger you guys can trust me you have my word you will not be disappointed as for the defensive side of the ball basically there's not really anywhere that i can see them looking to add a veteran there's nowhere that it's really needed. The defensive line is pretty solid. There's pretty good depth there. Clinton McDonald. There's some injury concerns with Clinton McDonald. So it's going to be interesting to see if he ends up making the roster. This goes back to an inju- injury he's had last year. But then you have Zach Kerr. You have Shelby Harris. You have Demarcus Walker, the former second-round pick. Those are all guys that you are pre- wanting to take that next step forward and have a bigger impact. Derek Wolf, he's got to stay healthy. Tomatop Pecco, he's older. You have Kyle, Kyle Pecco. He's a young guy who needs to take a step forward. So it's not that you don't have questions about it. It's just a matter of the fact that you guys have, you have a lot of hope in these guys to stay healthy, to stay on the field, to have their impact felt. And there's not much left on the free agent market for it. I mean, there are still some players that they can look at that can come in and have an impact and potentially change it up. But with how deep they are, there's really no need for it right now. As for a pass rusher, for outside linebacker, this is a position I think they should, especially with Shane Ray's injury. There's a bunch of veterans that are still available. I like that they finally brought in DeMarcus Ware as a coach, as a pass rushing consultant. This th- That's a whole interesting story about it, because I remember back in February, he tweeted out about how they asked him, and he couldn't do it due to a TV schedule conflict. And then all of a sudden, they never asked him, and now he's got the job. So it's a very interesting story. I remember doing about it because... Or I remember him tweeting about it, that they never asked him to do it and that he had interest because a friend of mine, a guy I know, is the one who actually asked him about coming back to return as a coat, And he responded back saying that they asked him and he couldn't do it. And the reason why I remember that so much is because my friend blew up, the guy blew up my phone talking about it. So and then he shared the tweet with me and all that stuff. And I actually think I still have the picture of the tweet on my phone from, from my friend sharing it with me. So that's a whole interesting story. But anyways, that's a little bit off track pass rusher you have Shane Ray getting hurt but you have Bradley Chubb you have Shaq Barrett guys that you want to help take the step forward you have Jeff Holland you have Von Miller obviously but just to help cover and fill in the gaps while Shane Ray is hurt getting another veteran in there who can also help coach up some of these young guys maybe a guy like Elvis Dumerville I mean you have DeMarcus Ware and Elvis Dumerville and they're going to be working with these pass rushers Elvis Dumerville was one of the better pass rushers for quite a while like that'd be great for the development of these young pass rushers. Maybe there's tricks that DeMarcus Ware can teach him and tricks that Elvis Dumervil can teach them, but I don't see it happening. I think Denver's happy with how their pass rush linebackers look. It's just an idea that I would look into is bringing in another veteran to help just kind of coach these guys up a little bit, help teach them some tricks, get them some more tape out there that they still have some gas left from the tank during training camp and preseason and hopefully get them a job during the season. But again, I just don't see the Denver Broncos doing that. Inside linebacker, there's really not much left available. And even if there was, I would stick with who we got. You have Josie Jewell and Keyshawn Barrera that they just drafted. Both guys aren't the most athletic, but they rely on instincts and smarts to get it move around. Brandon Marshall, he's the athletic linebacker. Then you have Todd Davis, who's as much crap as he gets about being about his play and pass coverage, he is one of the better run defending linebackers in the NFL. So that's that's all good there. I don't see a need to bring in another guy. There's not much out there. You have a good variety of what you can do. I mean, you have Zara Anderson as well. You just got to hope that these rookies take the step forward and make the impact. You got to hope that you're able to help Todd Davis in his pass coverage and continue to use him how he properly should. Because last year when he was used correctly in pass coverage, he wasn't bad. It was when he wasn't used correctly, when he got caught in mismatches, things like that, that he wasn't able to be effective. Sometimes it was even an issue with one of the safeties who was very clearly was supposed to come down and help Todd Davis in coverage. And they're supposed to kind of bracket them and, Todd Davis wasn't didn't get that help for one reason or another. There's multiple different instances in multiple different causes for it. It wasn't just Todd Davis, but you still got to get him improved because even taking that stuff out, he was still below average. So you got to get this help there somewhere. But again, the free agent market for veterans just isn't there as for cornerback. I know a lot of Bronco fans want On Webster back, but the issue is, is that you already have a top four. You have Bradley Robert, you have Chris Harris, you have Isaac Yadam, and you have Tremaine Brock. Kayvon Webster is not going to come and shake any of that up. He would come and help on special teams, but you guys, Denver already has some good talent for their special teams gunners. They can use a returner, but that's not Kayvon Webster. He's a gunner, and they already have those guys there in play. He's not going to come, he'll come in at best as the number five cornerback and that pushes brendan langley off the roster which i know a lot of fans will be okay with because he had such a bad year last year but last preseason he showed a lot of potential and he never should have been playing in the regular season on defense it was because of Akeem Talib getting hurt that he did. He showed some promise in the preseason. He's showing some promise. And everybody I've talked to within the organization has talked about how he is taking steps forward in OTAs. And that he's looking like he could have a defensive impact this year. That a lot of the issues of him with how raw he was with his technique and stuff have been improved. Obviously, we can't really judge that until preseason comes and we can see it for ourselves. You got to take all word coming out of OTAs with a little bit of, with a grain of salt. So we'll see what happens there. But I get why Bronco fans want k Webster there. But I think Denver's just good enough at cornerback that they don't need to go bring him in. And at safety, it's just a matter of fact that they're so deep there. You have... Your top few guys, you have Sewell Cravens, you have Justin Simmons, you have Darian Stewart, you have Will Park. Then you have two guys who saw some action last year and both played pretty well, Demonte Thomas and Jamal Carter. Thomas played a little bit better than Carter did, but those are two guys that can still be thrown in there. You don't need another veteran in place. You have a lot of talent there. And even so, there's still a lot of talent at safety available. Safety market has been non-existent. It's just Denver's good enough there that they don't need to bring another guy in. And for special teams... They had competition for kicker. They got rid of that. They had competition for long snapper. They got rid of that. They're pretty much set. They have their punter, their kicker, their long snapper. They're not going to make any changes there. So there's no even any point of bringing in anybody at this, at this stage to compete there. Now, before I get to the last part of this, which is just a question off from Twitter, I want to remind you listeners to give us a click and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. And you don't forget to share us on Facebook and Twitter and even by word of mouth. We wouldn't be here today without you listeners, so we ask you guys to take the time, go to iTunes Spreaker, rate and subscribe, and let your voices be heard on while you enjoy this show, and not just this show, but the other two shows that the Huddle Up Podcast Network brings you. This would be very much appreciated, as you guys are the ones who enable us to do something that we all love to do, so please help us spread the word around. Now, as I said, I do have a question from Twitter, and actually I have two. One of them is kind of a little joke question that i'll answer anyways and it's from cameron parker po if you guys don't know who he is he works for he writes for predominantly orange he has his own podcast really good podcast it's one of the ones i actually listen to so make sure you go check his out as well as the other ones but he asked me not football related just so you know yes if darth maul is really alive and just to put it simply yes going back to clone wars the animated show he's shown as alive there and Disney made it clear that that is canon. They did that as soon as they brought in Saw Greer into Rogue One. Clone Wars is canon. Darth Maul is alive in it, so yes, yeah, Darth Maul is really alive now. Um, yeah. Now the other question is from Cole Hasty at the Riddler Boss, and he goes asks, "How much actual confidence do you have in Vance Joseph? Although we added several pieces, do you think?" It will actually matter. Or will Vance Joseph show his real self? Because I'm really convinced. I'm still convinced that he's the problem. I don't have much confidence in Vance Joseph. I know I did a whole podcast about it, about how he should be given a break. And he should be. I don't think that he will take the step forward that is needed. But I could see it. I think that it's a point where all we got to do is can do anyways, is wait and see because we don't know what he's going to do this year. Maybe he will take that step forward. Maybe the changes in how they are running the team, how he's coaching the team will have an effect. Maybe he was really in over his head last year, and he was able to realize that, and taking a step back and changing things will help him. Don't know, can't really say until the season gets here. And if Vance Joseph is as he was last year, as bad of a coach as he was, yes, it will matter. He will hold the team back. So, I'm hoping that he is able to take the step forwards that's needed as a head coach, that he's able to improve his second year. Because there have been a lot of head coaches that have had a bad first year and have gone on to have great careers. Hopefully he can be one of them. I just wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't stake my career on it. I wouldn't do any of that. I don't have much confidence in him, but I do believe that fans need to lay off of him a little bit. Anyways, guys, that's the That's the last question I have, and that's going to wrap up this episode of Trickle Down Theories. I want to thank you all for listening to this episode. Um, Please leave a like and subscribe. Follow me on Twitter. It's at Eric Trickle, at E-R-I-C-K-T-R-I-C-K-E-L. Be very cautious because there is a parody account of me out there that looks exactly the same as it is, but it is not. You can always reach me on there with any kind of question, and I'm more than willing to respond. I love the interaction with you guys and all you fans, listeners, and readers of our content. I absolutely love it. I am a little busy right now, and I've had a few people messaging me and tweeting at me on Twitter, and I haven't been able to respond. I am getting married on the 21st, and I'm recording this on the 18th. Three days, and I still have to finish writing my vows. I still have to finish getting everything set up. I have to find speakers because we're having our outdoor wedding, and we're going to be doing our own music. We're not having a DJ. i got to get my camera charged because we're not bringing in a photographer. We're going to be doing that ourselves. All this stuff that I still got to do, and I have three days left. So if you guys tweet at me right now, I may not respond, but I'll get back to you guys as soon as I possibly can. Anyways, as I said, I love the interaction with you guys, When I, especially when I'm not busy and I'm actually able to take time and respond and have a conversation. And it's also without your support. We wouldn't be where we are. So very appreciative of it. And we thank you guys so much. Also, you guys need to follow at Huddle for all of our written work from myhuddle.com and at HuddleUpPod for our podcasts that are the other two podcasts and my own. The other two are more regularly focused on the Denver Broncos. Mine tends to be a general NFL with a small focus on the Denver Broncos. There's more of a small focus on the Denver Broncos. In fact, just last week's episode of Trickle Down Threes was breaking down the whole AFC and doing a rankings of the AFC from, six, from the worst to the best. How I see it, how I have it projected, and all that stuff. So, yeah. So, make sure you're following them. Anyways, I had a great time today recording this. I hope you guys had a great time listening to it. So, I'll be back again in the future. I'm your host, Eric Trickle, and I want to thank you all for listening to Trickle Down Theories. And please, have a wonderful day. Mile High Huddle.